Fellowship, gathering, get-together, assembly, and congregation are all terms for the same thing. We use these to describe when people come together in one accord. Well, stay with us as we talk about what this means to the church on Cell Life Church Live. The verse of the day is my life verse, Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. Welcome to Cell Life Church Live. Thank you for joining us as we share an inspirational message that is relevant to life today. Hello, Hi. thank you for joining us once again. It's good to be back in the studio yes. this week after traveling last week. So good to have her back. <laughs> I enjoyed watching this live webcast last week. You know, I got an alert on my mobile phone that the webcast was starting because I have subscribed to our YouTube mm -hmm. channel and I've liked our Facebook pages. Right. Funny how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should do that too. You will get an alert whenever we post mm -hmm. a new video or go live with the webcast. We, we're going to get right into this week's encouraging message in just a moment. But first, we do have a couple of quick announcements. Mm -hmm. First, we are wrapping up our Wheat for Widows campaign for Christian yes. widows and orphans in Pakistan. Yes. If you have not had a chance to donate, we invite you to do that. Just do. 30 U.S. dollars will feed a Christian widow in Pakistan for three months. Mm -hmm. You can donate securely online on our website at www.celllifechurch.org. It's there on your screen. <laughs> you can also find information there to send an offline donation. And we invite you to donate to this worthy cause. Yes, we do. We really do. Uh, secondly, Pastor Martin with Cell Life Church Kenya extends his greetings to all of you and wants to thank you for supporting their medical camps of the last few weeks. Hundreds and hundreds of people in and around the villages they minister to were able to be seen by medical professionals and were provided medicine for malaria, typhoid, jiggers, and more. This could only happen through your generous donations. Yeah. So thank you very much for that. Yes. And thirdly, we have finally received our official determination from the, inter the Internal Revenue Service recognizing us as a 501c3 charity. It was a lot of work doing it that. It was. <laughs> it's been about a year process yes. for that. You know, churches in the United States, they're automatically a charity by law. But many outside organizations require this government letter verifying that. Yeah. We have finally received our designation, yes. and this is very celebratory for yes, us. It, it has really been a major milestone, mm -hmm. and we will be sharing more about this in the coming weeks. Yes, yes, and big praises and props to, to Kelly and um, some of the others on our uh, council for doing all that work. That was uh, just fantastic. Well, like we said in the teaser, fellowship, gathering, get-together, assembly, and congregation are all terms for the same thing. We use these to describe when people come together all in one accord. And we're not talking about the Honda car. Uh, today, we want to talk about what fellowship is, what we do when we fellowship, and what happens as a result of being part of a fellowship. Mm -hmm. So to get started, let's read Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. 
everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is a favorite passage of scripture of mine because I find it so encouraging. The Bible is talking about the fellowship of believers that have come together. Mm -hmm. There are some great nuggets of knowledge and inspiration that we can dig out of this short passage. And we're going to break it down for you. When we as Christians come together, great things can happen. We have shared in the past about Ecclesiastes 4.12, where we read that a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Mm -hmm. This is an illustration of what it is like when we, as the church, come together. Yes. We can do amazing things and face insurmountable problems with grace, peace, and joy when we are together. Yes. Let's look back on the early church and see what we can learn from them and put it into practice today. Spoiler alert, there's no lone wolves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we read in verse 42 that they devoted themselves to what the apostles were teaching, to fellowship, to meals together, mm -hmm. and to prayer. Yeah. That really fa sounds fantastic to me. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> if you attend a conventional church service weekly, you may even be thinking to yourself, well, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. It may be. Or are you maybe just fulfilling a religious duty? Yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, you know, as we move forward after Jesus's earthly ministry, we see all the church stayed together. Mm -hmm. They came together often for all of these reasons. And when they were together, they were in awe in all the signs and wonders that were performed by the apostles. You know, verse 43 says, everyone was filled with awe. Mm. They didn't get bored seeing people get healed. That's right. They weren't tired of seeing people's needs met. They were in awe of all of this. Mm -hmm. You know, as we read about Jesus's life in the gospels, we see how he led his disciples and followers. They lived in community. They ate together, mm -hmm. learned together, worked together, and so on. Now, I'm sure there were some followers that were only there every now and again. You know, they had shops to run, crops to tend, animals to take care of, and more. And that's no different today. Mm -hmm. But the important thing is people were together when they were together. They were like family. Right. You know, family takes care of family. Yes, it does. This new family in Christ, the church, kept all their possessions for everyone's mm -hmm. use. It was all held in common. Yeah. Verse 45 even says that they would sell their possessions and property as the people had need. Mm -hmm. They didn't hold on to anything for selfish reasons. Right. They shared with one another freely, just like family does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The big observation of the early church we want to point out is found in verses 46 and 47. Every day they met together in the temple courts. Mm -hmm. They came together every day. That's right. That was important. Absolutely. This was one of the ways that they stayed connected. Mm -hmm. 
this is how the how they knew what was going on this is where they learned more about jesus through the apostles teaching this is where they would learn about the needs of their own fellowship yeah exactly and then we read that they then broke bread together in their homes mm -hmm. with glad and sincere hearts they invited each other into their homes and ate meals together they became part of each other's lives yes they enjoyed their time together and loved each other. And most of all, they had a sincere heart attitude in all that they were doing. That's right. That's amazing. That is, that is. <laughs> so what was the result of all this? Well, the Lord added to their number who were being saved daily. 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 How exciting. I know. That means that more people were coming together. Mm -hmm. More people were learning about Jesus through the apostles' right. teaching. More people were joining the family. Mm -hmm. More people were breaking bread together and sharing their lives with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, why don't we see that today? Well, in some parts of the world we do. Here in America, it's pretty rare. It does happen, but not often. Not as often as it should. However, we see in places like Kenya and Pakistan, where the church truly lives in community. They work together and live their lives together. They share each other's burdens mm -hmm. and good fortunes. They greet one another daily and often break bread together or share a meal with one another. Yeah. It is truly inspiring. And the Lord is adding to their numbers daily. Mm -hmm. Now, I know the people that we have met in some of these faraway lands are some of the most sincere in heart that we have met. They are hungry for the teachings about Jesus and to know him more and draw closer to him. Mm -hmm. This then causes them to share more with the people around them and it grows. Yes, it's contagious. It really is. <laughs> and this is what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. This is what Jesus called us all to do when he said to us, go and make disciples. Right. He is commissioning us to bring more and more people into the family of God and then treat them like family. Mm -hmm. Help them learn about Jesus and then tell their story as they come together with others and bring them into the family. Yeah. As we bring more people into the family of God, the church grows. Mm -hmm. The Lord adds to our number daily those who are being saved. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Yes, it is. That is our primary purpose or our prime directive, you might say. <laughs> our motivation is key to this whole thing, though. Yeah. We cannot build a program around this. Mm -hmm. We cannot put this into a policy and procedure manual. The Church of Jesus Christ is organic. Yes. It must grow the way it grows, yeah. like a grapevine. Mm -hmm. Now we can prune it and train it to grow in a certain direction and we can fertilize it and weed around it to keep the ground fertile so it can grow, but it must do the growing on its own. Yeah. Well, the church is really the same way. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's, you know, we can teach about Jesus and share the gifts of the Holy Spirit with others. We can feed each other physically and share our possessions and property with others. We can even point out changes that need to take place in one another as the Holy Spirit prompts us. The growth, however, must be allowed to happen as it happens. Mm -hmm. 
we can't make it happen. That's right. The Lord will grow the church and he will grow it in his timing, not ours. Yeah. We get impatient and jealous of other groups and how fast they grow. We try to copy what other church groups are doing so we can grow like them. It's not biblical. (laughs) There is no defined program other than love one another and share what Jesus has done in you with others. Then the Lord adds to your numbers. Yes. When we lived in a farming community many years ago, we pastored a small country church there. Mm -hmm. The area is one of the largest growers of soft white wheat in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't recall the exact statistics, but the average yield was something like 100 bushels of wheat per acre. Mm -hmm. The next county over was only producing wheat at about 50 bushels per acre. That was still very good, Mm -hmm. but not as good as the county where we were living. Mm -hmm. Our county had more fertile soil and was just better suited for the wheat. Church, some places and groups are just better suited for growth. Right. They can support a larger number of people than other groups can. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and we need to stop comparing ourselves to the group across the street yeah. and start living like we are all part of one church. That's right. One family and lift one another up. Yeah. As we do that and focus on the people that the Lord has put in our paths, we will see people come to know Jesus in an ever deepening way. And we will see the Lord add to our numbers more often. Mm -hmm. So let's look back at the early church and do what Jesus told us to do. Love one another so that others will know we are Christians. Take care of one another so no one has need. Let the Lord bring the discipline people need through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That is not what he has asked us to do. Continue to gather together, break bread, pray, worship, and fellowship, for this is what truly pleases the Lord. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us today. We do hope that you were encouraged. Mm -hmm. If you have thoughts or questions about this or any of our other teachings, feel free to contact us. All the ways to do that are in just a moment in the closing of the video. Please donate to our Wheat for Widows campaign. All the details about this can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.org. Yes. Until next time, be encouraged in Jesus' name. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Cell Life Church Live. We hope you've been encouraged. If this message touched you in some special way and you would like to contact us, you may do so on our Facebook page, website, this YouTube channel, or email. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Would you consider supporting Cell Life Church financially? Contributions can be made online and are tax deductible in the United States. Details for giving can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.tv.